You're listening to the So You Think You're Intuitive podcast, a podcast to help you reactivate, grow, and trust your intuition so you can live a more empowered and connected life. Join me, Natalie Miles, spiritual mentor and psychic medium, every Wednesday for inspired conversations, guidance, and practical tips on how you can work with your intuition in your everyday life. Because who doesn't want to trust their intuition more? Welcome back to So You Think You're Intuitive. I'm Natalie Miles, spiritual mentor and psychic medium, taking you on this journey to reactivate and trust your intuition. I am really excited about the guest that we have on the show today. I've been following her work for a while and we actually have a mutual friend of my friend Cheryl Muir and when I met Cheryl um, she mentioned this amazing woman who is an astrologer and an intuitive and I was like is that Danielle Page? Are you talking about Danielle Page? And she was like, yes, Danielle. And then it was suddenly we had this instant connection where we were talking about the amazing Danielle Page. And so she is on the show today. Danielle is an international soul astrologer, intuitive, spiritual teacher, host of Cosmic Body Podcast and founder of Purposely Divine School for Your Soul. She's a self-taught astrologer who's been reading the stars for lifetimes and she's continued her studies with some of the world's top astrologers. She has devoted herself to learning different types of healing to create her own style of spiritual medicine. I love her work because she fuses astrology, healing, intuition all together and just from the messages and downloads when I tune into Danielle's energy, she has been doing this for lifetimes and for her to turn up in this world right now and do this work is such a massive deal and so it's such an honor and privilege to have you on the podcast Danielle. Thank you so much for that beautiful beautiful introduction and I am so excited to be here and honored as I said because I love your work as well and your energy and you are very true to what you do you're just a pure channel so thank you so much for having me. Oh thank you and I just wanted to delve in and just say, like, for you, what does intuition mean for you? I know, you know, you're an astrologer, but what does it mean for you in your day-to-day life? And how, you, you know, how did you get connected to your intuition? How did it start showing up for you? Yeah, so intuition for me is really everything, as you know, too, because... Um, it's how I make all my decisions. It's how I connect to my higher self. It's how I listen to truth. So I use it with every single thing that I do. Um, and, and what you so eloquently um, described is it's not just astrology what I do. I'm infusing you know, information and energy from the universe, um, as you do as well, and bringing it down. And my, my channel, my vessel is just through the stars. It's my tool. So um, I use intuition with everything I do, um, whether it's reading clients, their energy, what their purpose is, right? Intuition is everything. And so it's really being aligned with our highest self. And I love, you know, as we both work and talk about energy, because we are all energy beings tapping into this cosmic energy that is there. It's all around us and it's in the planetary alignment and it's how we, you know, it's in the planets, but it's also 
really interesting how we all channel different information or different energy but in the end it's all connected that's what I love it's sometimes when I'm channeling information through from spirit and then I look at what's happening astrologically and it all lines up and it always is like oh of course it does but it always blows my mind absolutely it's we're all getting it everyone just has a different you know vessel that it comes through a different filter I should say or lens Um, and again my tool is astrology you know and someone else is going to use something different but you're right it's all it's all the same but there's so as you know, energy, it's so vast, it's so abundant. So you could be channeling something and I might not even get that, or I could be channeling something and you might not get it, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just that there's so much out there and we're so limited in so many ways. Like we're, we're expansive, but we're very limited because there is um, a quantum field up there, right? And so it just depends on what we tap into. Do you believe we have a choice of what we tap into or is that like, is that a conscious decision or is that just what we're being divinely led to tap into? In terms of what energy like I'm channeling or you're channeling? Yeah. Do you feel like we're all channeling the same thing or is it just how we're connecting to different parts or or is it just because how we're receiving, you know, it's it's our interpretation of the same energy. I think it's a little bit of everything because I think with energy, it's so hard to define. So we could also be getting the same and then also be getting something different because again, there's just so much of it. So again, it just goes through what filter are you using? Yeah, no, completely. And how the universe speaks to you. You know, I look at people and sometimes I'll look at them and be like, oh, they're very Scorpio or they're very this or they have this. And I might ask them and they're like, oh, I'm not a Scorpio. And they're like, haha, you're an astrologer. You should know that. But the thing is, if we actually pulled up their chart, they probably have a lot of Scorpio in there if they weren't just a Scorpio sun. So that's how the universe just speaks to me. Like I just look at people and it's like, I get Leo or I get this um, because that's just how they speak to me. Right. So I have a language. You have a language. We just all have different languages, but we're all we're all saying the same thing, really. Like yeah. How many ways can we say love in different languages, but the vibration means the same thing? Oh my gosh, that's so true. And it is, it's how we're interpreting it. It's the the language yeah. that we're using or the specific tool that we're really drawn to, to allow the intuition channel to come through us. So it's like, this is, you know, I do my, my work and connect to spirit, intuition, the energy, the way that I'm drawn to, and you're drawn to doing it through astrology but let's be honest you are super intuitive as well so it's like you you could be giving messages without the charts absolutely and I end up doing that because half the time we'll be in a session and you know we're in the chart but then we just start talking and I could be getting information that's not even I'm not even looking at the chart so it's just it's you know it's a tool it's just like tarot cards yeah no completely when did you start realizing that you wanted to take an intuitive journey and what did that look like for you? Like, how did that all come up in your life? So my journey is so interesting. Um, And it's an interesting question that you asked as well, because it wasn't something that I consciously said, oh, I, you know, at this point, I'm going to now do intuitive work. It was that the universe took me basically slammed me on my ass, changed my life, um, pulled me out of my old life, started getting um, downloads and information. And so I was, I wouldn't say forced because that sounds scary and I don't want anyone to think the universe forces you. However, it was just aligned with my soul contract. So to back up a little bit about that, I wasn't doing any of this work. I was always very intuitive um, since I was younger, but I didn't really know anything past that. Like, oh, it was just normal that like I would get 
a message in a dream and it would come true or I would sense something, you know, and turn back around and then, you know, someone would be there. But like, I never really thought, okay, what could you do about that? Or it was just there, right? So then um, I have a background in interior architecture and my master's in that. And I was doing that work and I was really unhappy because I kept feeling like there was something more. And I didn't come here just to do that and do blueprints all day long. And it was really draining to me and I would come home and cry. And I, I just had no idea what I wanted to do. No clue, like nothing. Like there wasn't even this like glimmer of hope. I'm telling you. So if anyone's out there so they could understand and relate, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing in this lifetime, but I just felt like there has to be more. I want to help people, but what in the world does that mean? So then when I turned 30, I was on the tail end of my Saturn return. So basically what that is to your audience, um, around 20 and a half, 29, 30, we all go through something called Saturn return and Saturn returns to the placement in your birth chart. When that happens, we go through this complete karmic cleanse in a way where we're shifted and get aligned to what our purpose is, why we came here, what we're here to do. So that's why a lot of people, they really freak out around 30 and they start assessing their life. They either get married or they get divorced or they have a kid or they move across the world or the country or they freak out, right? They change careers. These are very real things. So we're all feeling it. On my actual 30th birthday, I was in France with my boyfriend who I was living with at the time, and he dumped me in France on my 30th birthday. Oh, no. Oh, my God. We yeah. have such parallel stories. My, my long-term relationship dumped me like five, five months before my 30th birthday. Right. So it's during your Saturn return. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Mine just happened to be, for some, the universe wanted a little bit of a laugh. Like, let's do it on her 30th. Okay, right. that's good. Right. But it totally happened for you. It's your Saturn return. because you weren't aligned with them anymore. And I wasn't aligned with this person anymore. So the universe had to end it, right? What they choose and how they choose to do it, right? That's their free will. He didn't need to take me to France and then dump me, right? Uh, no. So that's his own doing, right? That wasn't written in the stars. But what was written in the stars when I went back and looked at my birth chart was endings with relationship. It was very clear. But at the time, I didn't do astrology. So I didn't know. So long story short, I, ha I was living in Boston with him and moved out because it was his place. I was unhappy at the architecture firm. I quit my job without knowing what I was going to do, went back to California, and that's when the economy tanked. So there were absolutely no design jobs, couldn't find anything. I had my master's and I was actually interning for Kelly Worsler. I don't know if anyone knows her, but um, she was an amazing designer, but she was laying off people and I just wanted to get in. So I was actually interning as a after having my master's, but just because I needed to, you know, keep the energy going. And um, it was horrible. Everyone was getting fired. So during that process, I started have a, having an awakening. Little did I know that my life was about to change. So it started with dreams where my dreams were really intense. I would wake up crying and it would take me a couple of hours to actually snap out of it. And I'm like, this is very strange. Something's going on because this is very, it was, it was like as if I was there. It wasn't there, right? So that was my first thing of, okay, something's weird. Something's different. <laughs> something's going on. And then I started having dreams that started showing me like patterns or symbols or experiences. And then I would see them during the day. And I'm like, okay, this is really weird because I actually, that was in my dream and now I'm looking at it. And so I started to realize, wow, there's something going on here that there's more than just the physical realm. So here's the thing. My soul already knew this. Of course, our soul already knows. But Danielle, 
didn't know, right? Danielle, totally blind. <laughs> Little did she know, right? She, so Danielle was waking up. That's the best way I say it. And then what happened, it was an unfolding of several years of me awakening. And then I started um, about a couple months after the actual dreams, I started waking up in the middle of the night and seeing spirits in front of me. So not actually just seeing them in my mind's eye, seeing them next to me, looking at me in front of me. And at that point, I was absolutely terrified, not because, and I want to make this clear to people, not because they were haunting me or not because they were scary, but you have to understand, I have never had any experience with this. Like, I don't know about you. You might have seen things when you were little. A lot of psychic mediums say that, but I didn't. Yeah, I, I did not grow up like seeing things. I just knew I was intuitive, but right, but that kind of stopped there. But I always knew I was here to do something big, but no clue what that was. So when I started seeing spirits, I was very scared. Slept with the lights on for two weeks. And then what happened? I couldn't tell anyone because, you know, this was 10 years ago. And, you know, we've, we've come a long way in 10 years. So like it's far. very, way more accepted now. But at that point, you know, I didn't really even know who to tell because, first of all, no one would even understand or believe me. And I was still trying to figure it out myself. So I went through this with spirit. It was me and spirit. We were a team. I, you know, I didn't know I was doing this with spirit, but in hindsight, I was. And I was listening to everything they were saying. Again, it wasn't like, Danielle, go do this, right? They, drop in subtle hints, right? Where it's think, it feels like it's our mind, but it was spirit. And so they were getting me to meditate. They were getting me to listen, to connect. And so I started having a huge spiritual awakening and my psychic gifts just came flying out. It was so intense. Um, and then, you know, at some point they kind of pulled back a little bit, but it was just overwhelming at the time. But then I started realizing, you know, there, I have something special here that there's a gift here. And then you know, over time, I realized this is what I'm here for. And then I met someone that introduced me to astrology. And um, the rest was history because astrology, I, I like to call it my gateway drug. Yeah. <laughs> like I know, you know, people say, oh, pot, marijuana, whatever, it's a gateway drug. Um, <laughs> other things, um, astrology was my gateway drug because they knew I was very logical. Yeah. I've, you know, my mind is very strong. So, and I've been a mystic many times before, working with my logic, working with my intuition at the same time. So, my way in for them, right, and for me was through astrology because it's very exact, right? So I learned astrology. I basically taught myself astrology, which I'm going to say is not the easiest thing to do. But like you said, I've done this so many times before. So I started remembering. And then I would take classes. And then it just kind of morphed into this journey. You know, then I popped up a business a couple years later, right? And I didn't even know what I was doing, but I knew that I was here for something really big and something beautiful. Um, and I just went with it. And, you know, I like to share with people, I made no money for many years in the beginning because I didn't know how to run an online business. I didn't know how to do any of that. It took me a long time. I was still learning. I was still growing, but I stuck with it because within my heart and my soul, I knew that this was my purpose, even when it didn't look like it on the outside, even when I wasn't making any money in the beginning. Right? I just knew that come hell or high water, <laughs> I'm sorry about that saying, but it's true. <laughs> I, I just knew that this is what I had to do and I trusted it. And here I am. That is such an amazing story. And I love how it all, you know, you were intuitively guided to go back to your intuition. And we have such similar stories around uh, the Saturn return and ending relationship and kind of getting recourse corrected into what you should be doing. And I also love when you were talking about that, I kept seeing like blueprints so it is so fascinating mm -hmm. that you've gone from 
you know, working with architects and blueprints to literally working with the blueprints that you're supposed to be working with, like the soul chart blueprints of people. Absolutely. You got it. You hit the nail on the head. It's, I, I was working with blueprints of buildings. Now I'm working with their blueprints of their soul. Yeah. And so I've done this, you know, before in Egypt, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've done this with the pyramids. I've done this before. Big time. I keep being, when you were talking, I kept being shown you like in the desert, looking up at the stars, but mm-hmm. like mapping the stars out and it, yeah. And just using, um, like markers and with it within what's on the earth to marking what's up in the sky and you doing that and being like so happy and so in your element Mm, that's so beautiful that is my soul and um absolutely i have such a strong connection with egypt with morocco um all over africa and the middle east you know that's where my soul came from and this is where i've done this before so everything that we're called to you know we've done this it's not you know, maybe it's past life or parallel lives, alternate reality, you know, who knows? There's so many things going on. We don't even know the truth. Completely, completely. But in the end, it's a reactivation of our gifts. That's why I always say it's, you know, it's just a reactivation. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Amazing. So I always share that we're all intuitive. We can all connect. This is just us reactivating the gifts that we already know. Does, um, do our do intuitive gifts show up in charts for people? So I know that lots of people do. People come to you and say, "Hey, you know, what does this? What? How does this show up in my chart?" Yeah, absolutely. So exactly what you said. We're all intuitive. You know, it's just like everyone can learn to play the piano. Sometimes people are naturally gifted with music, and sometimes people have to work a little bit harder, right? But we all have the ability. So it's not like you or I hold this secret key that nobody else was given, right? We're just, it's more about our purpose that we're here to do it. So maybe the gift is a little bit more activated, right? Yeah. But everyone has this. So it's always there in the chart because we're energetic beings. But yes, there are some markers. You know, when I see a lot of water in the chart, um, water signs, Pisces, Scorpio, or a cancer, you know, that's very empathic, very intuitive. They just feel everything. Um, if I see a lot of Sagittarius, um, Aquarius energy, you know, that's very, it comes quick, it comes big. It's like their third eye is activated. So there are some markers for sure that they can see things in the chart. Amazing. And I'm just being asked by Spirit to ask this question to you. Yeah, so, oh, good. Um, <laughs> when, <laughs> this is how this works with interviews. I with love me. it. This is so fun. <laughs> I've never had this with someone with Spirit too. I love it. <laughs> um. So I always say that when someone comes for a session with me, spirit will only give me the messages that they're ready to hear. Is that the same with an astrology reading? If someone's coming to see you and you're pulling up their chart and they're asking, say like, hey, what's coming up for the year ahead? Do you feel like that's coming through for you and the energy that's being read because they're ready to be shown what's coming for them? Absolutely. And I think what the difference is here, and correct me if I'm wrong, is um, I don't do predictions. So because when I look at the energy of the future, I definitely see cycles and I can see timing. And I'll say, you know, sometimes there's a move here or sometimes there could be a breakup here, but it really depends on what the person is doing. So my goal, and I think it's just to be true to astrology, is not to predict their future, is to say, this is the spiritual lesson you're going to be going through. And usually these are the things that can happen. So there could be this or that, but let's not get too attached to that. So I don't exactly predict. Um, for me, it's I love to guide them to understand what is the purpose behind this lesson. Because even if there is a move or even if there's a breakup, 
you know, there, there's something behind that too. What do they need to learn? What do they need to move on to next? What is the next big thing rather than just the breakup, right? So yes, I see things. Um, sometimes they're not ready to hear it. Everyone takes it in differently. A lot of people come to me and they'll come back, you know, five years later and say, oh, you know, I didn't understand what you were saying at the time, but I get it now. And that's just because we can only understand where we're at. Just the same way when you're giving readings, you could, you might see someone, oh, they're going to be talented, this or that. But if they haven't stepped into that yet, they might not really get it. So it takes them a while sometimes to actually get the energy, but it's all there. So I share what I see. Um, it just depends on if they actually want to be open and hear it, right? Because if someone's like, nope, I'm staying with this person. But if I see Uranus energy coming around, I know it's going to be rocky. So we're going to talk about that. And they might insist that we're staying together. So fine, you know, I'm not here to force anything, but I'm just going to let you know that something needs to change in your relationship, right? If you do stay together. So it just depends on what they're willing to hear. And everyone comes to me and comes to you at different points in their spiritual consciousness and their evolution. So it's really just what they're open to. Yeah, I so agree with you on all of that around that it's, you know, when you're ready to hear it and how we can be shown stuff, but we're not necessarily there and we have to step into the energy. And then when, you know, people come back and say, oh, it so makes sense now with what you were, with what you were sharing and where mm -hmm. things are going. And now it all feels very aligned. Right. Because we can't, we can't fully understand it. You know, if someone would have said to me, when I was younger, oh, you're going to be doing spiritual work or even astrology or psychic work or anything like that. Um, I just would have been like, okay, that that's great. And kind of just ignored it because it, it wasn't there at all. So I actually would have thought that was funny. Actually, one psychic I went to a long time ago before any of this did say to me, you're going to be doing house clearings. And I'm like, what? Like a maid? Like I didn't understand. <laughs> she was like, no, no, no. Like you're going to be moving spirits, um, helping them transition to other planes. And I'm like, what in the hell are you talking about, right? And I'm like, that's hysterical. And so I completely forgot about that until years later. Because I'm like, I, I wasn't even there. So I'm like, well, that, I, that was a waste of money. <laughs> that was my first thought with the psychic reading. I'm like, well, I wasted money there. <laughs> right? But she was right. Amazing. I mean, that, that's one thing, right? But, you know, there was something there. Yeah. So No, completely. And you were just being again divinely led like following the breadcrumbs following yep. following the maze oh i like that that is life is like breadcrumbs because we don't we can only see it. it's like there's fog in front of us right if we're driving through a canyon yeah. or the beach we can't really see that far no but i don't think we're supposed to know everything that's the thing because how uneventful would it be if i already knew exactly when i'm going to die i knew exactly what's going to happen when i get married when i have my kids when i have this when i'm going to you know be here be there i mean how boring would that be so boring it wouldn't we wouldn't be having the human existence of the learning as you say around the learning of why we're here and what we're about it would be like okay and next tuesday at 8 a.m <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know I'd be like okay well I'm just gonna set my alarm and stay in bed till then right we'd all be really lazy we wouldn't have very much drive or willpower to make things happen and I always say we'd be ascended masters and there's a reason why none of us are ascended masters we're very human very human on this journey yeah that's we are we are we're humans having this human existence and even though we're intuitive and psychic and reading you know and doing astrology i always say we're still humans having a human existence doing the learning and while we're sharing learning we're also learning it at the same time absolutely yeah. absolutely and we just we can't know everything right you're going to get something maybe another psychic is going to get something else but 
That's because there's so much to know. Imagine if you got a download on everybody's, like their entire existence. It would be <laughs> That's exhausting. insane. And it would be like this mass computer. And just when you said that, I was like, yeah. I've got this image of this mass computer in my head, of, like just downloading everyone's, you know, this is what is going to happen. Right, right. <laughs> but there's free will. There is free will in all of this and in astrology and in charts. Is that what you believe in? That there's free will of like you can, it's, it's, it's laid out or the hints are there, but you can also do things differently. Absolutely. And that's a really good question. I'm glad we're going to talk about this. So within the birth chart, there is, I like to say, a lower octave and there's a higher octave of the expression. So every planet and every sign is a different vibration. It's a different expression. So again, there's a lower octave of it, like the shadow energy, you know, um, if there's someone's playing it out over and over again, like Taurus, super stubborn, doesn't want to listen to anything, has blinders on and just, you know, does their own thing, right? Or the highest expression of Taurus, right? Really embodying their strength and self-worth and um, helping people connect and helping things grow on the physical plane, right? But within that, there are 80 gazillion different vibrations and 80 gazillion different options. So absolutely, it's free will. And that's why not every Leo is the same, right? Not every Taurus is the same. Not every, and we have all the other planets in us, but there are so many ranges. And that's our environment and also our DNA, what we brought in, our blueprint, our memories, you know, our cellular memories. You know, there's so many factors in there. I'm actually going to do a reading this week for twins. Oh, wow. And I haven't done that before. So they have the same chart, right? Minutes apart, but they're very different. So we're doing it all at the same time. So I can talk to both of them because everyone has their own filter, even if they're twins, right? So it's, it's very fascinating. That's going to be insane. I know. It's going to be like really test all my abilities, let's just say. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be really intense. And to do it at both at the same time, and, and you're going to be getting intuitive downloads for both of them oh as God. well. It's going to be like, wait, who's this for? What, what, what? Oh my God, <laughs> I love it. That is absolutely insane. Actually, yeah. you've just reminded me last year, and I was thinking about them this morning. I did a reading... My last client session of last year, 2017, was with one twin, and my first ever session of 2018 was with the other twin. And I, oh. and it was really interesting how I bookended and started the year with the sessions of these these twins. Yeah, that's really fascinating. Yeah, so, oh, I'm so excited for you with, with that twin reading. Yeah, that'll be fun because it's it's gonna really show. I mean, that to answer your question again, it's. Yes, they have similarities and their vibrations are the same, but how they're choosing to express it is going to be different. So I love that it's going to be, they're going to be there at the same time. So we're all going to talk about it and to see, okay, you're maybe playing out the shadow energy and you've taken on this. Um, what was your view of your mother, right? Et cetera. What is your view of your father? Maybe you got this one. You picked up this, you picked up that, right? Because siblings, we have the same parents, right? But we have different filters and how they treated us, which then affects how we see the world as well. Completely. Yeah, and our own human again that human experience of like this is what we've we've come on onto this plane to experience and how that then shows up in our birth chart, even if you're twins. Yep. Insane. I love it. Um yeah. you love posting on Instagram around energies and things coming up and planetary alignments and we've really been through it all in 2018. <laughs> yeah. It's been an intense like reset recalibrate year and when we're being asked to like let go of what's not working and you know start fresh and bring new things in where do you know just as we're talking about this and I saw you posting on uh, about the eclipses coming up in January and January 2019 
what are you how just having a tune in or have you had a tune in of like what's coming up for us in 2019 potentially yeah so again everyone is different in the sense of their birth chart and how the planets affect them so everyone's going to have a different experience that's why it's really important i don't do horoscopes um, because i can't say like every taurus is going to go through this because it all goes down to their chart but again as you know there's collective energy and so we will all feel the energy so Here's the thing I say. I'm very straightforward. Um, I don't sugarcoat anything. And I'm very clear that, you know, yes, 2018, the summer was very rocky because there were three eclipses and there's usually, usually only two. So there were three. So that kind of kicked us, you know, hard. <laughs> However, there's, and I don't mean this in a negative way. I think it's just really important for people to understand there's always going to be something because we're dynamic beings and everything is shifting. And as you know, things are shifting so much. Um, faster these days and we're really evolving and that means a lot of like lower vibration we're seeing it because we need to move out of it so things are shifting quickly and that means they're intense so we are going to have you know i can't just be like 2019 is going to be calm i can't say that because everyone's going to have a different journey like there's a million people going through their saturn returns in 2019 right i'm not you're not but the other people are so it's going to be you know intense for them so everything is different, but we are, you know, we're going to start the year off with a bang because it's the eclipse season, right? In January. So things are going to be shifting and we're going to be feeling it. So there's always stuff happening. Um, you know, Mercury and Mars, um, I think it's Mercury and Mars, no, not Mercury, Venus and, excuse me, Venus and Mars are not going to be retrograde in 2019. So that's going to help a little bit. Um, you know, retrogrades aren't bad. They just kind of slow us down make us go into a yin phase so we can reassess the energy. Um, so things might not feel as stuck, maybe that as, as much as this year, um, but we still go through two rounds of eclipses, right? And eclipses are game changers and they really activate deep inside our emotions that were stuck. You know, we feel them. And that's why I was crying so much this summer. Oh my God. Sometimes I'm like, wait a minute, I have to go on Instagram live. I can't even pull myself out of bed here, right? Like, I, like not only was I feeling my stuff, I'm feeling the collective stuff because I'm so sensitive. So I'm like, hey, like my God, for people like us that, you know, we're leading people, like let's give ourselves credit because this is hard work. Is. <laughs> you know, we're feeling everything on top of everyone else's stuff too. So it's a lot. It's, it's good. There's going to be more. There just is. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it's going to be negative. Yeah, it just feels like, as you say, the first month of January is going to be, a re it's really setting the tone for 2019. It's mm -hmm. going to be a real... Yeah, and I think things are, actually what I'm hearing now is that things are going to feel, again, this can't be for every single person, but for the collective, things are going to start to make more sense. And I see it sort of fitting into the holes a little bit more. Yeah, it's like the pieces of the puzzle will all drop in. Yeah, 2019 is going to be a big year for me, I know. So I'm, I'm really excited. I mean, obviously, there's going to be things I don't know about yet. So I need to be careful saying that. <laughs> but because that always happens, because that's the human journey, right? But, you know, there are some things I know from spirit that I'm excited for. So let's get that rolling. <laughs> when you're wanting to connect to your intuition that's not reading your own astrology chart, how do you like to connect to your guides, your intuition? What's your practice? What does that look like? Do you, do you hear messages? Do you see your messages? How does that come in for you? Yeah, so that's interesting because my journey has been so my psychic abilities just came like blasting out out of the gate. Then they kind of slowed down. So what's been interesting is my journey, these all last 10 years of this awakening, has been reconnecting with it. So I'm still learning 
how to reconnect with it. Um, and I share that with people because I don't want, ever want people to think like, oh, just I'm your guru and like, you know, look up to me and I have it all. No, I, it's my human journey is to come back in alignment. So I'm still learning how to connect. But the way I really connect, I get messages all. I feel it. It's a knowing. I see it. I hear it. Um, it just depends. Um, all my abilities are open. You can probably see that too. They're all open. So I get it from all angles, which again, makes my um, body very sensitive. I'm a mirror and I pick up everything. But the biggest thing is what I did this morning, I woke up and there was some stuff that was like human stuff that I was dealing with and it felt a little icky. And I just felt very busy with a lot going on. So I just sat down in my meditation spot and I just connected to my heart. And that was it. For me, that's what works. I know a lot of people love guided meditations and those are great. But I need silence because I have so much going on in my head that for me, it's a silence and just coming back into my heart because I know that's one of the first things spirit showed me. It's so funny. I was like, so when I first opened up, I was like, spirit, show me. How do I connect? Come on, come on, show me. And meanwhile, I'm still connecting, but I didn't know because I had to learn that I was actually connecting, right? So I sat down in meditation and I, a lot of times I like to get, you know, deep in this like trance or not trance, but just really relaxed state. And then I like to do it in front of a mirror because I like to see my energy field. And so I open my eyes and then I gaze at the wall, um, the white wall. And so I see things with my third eye. And so one of the first things they showed me was I asked them, how do I connect, right? Meanwhile, I'm doing it, which is really ironic. And I feel like you can appreciate that. It's funny. I'm like, how do I connect? I can't connect to you. And like, I'm connecting, but you know, don't. So the human self doesn't know I'm connecting. And then they show me a heart. So I literally see a heart in my mind's eye in front of me. And I'm like, well, what the hell is that supposed to mean, right? You know, like immature, young Danielle wants it all right now, right? So I had to learn to calm down and slow down. And um, it holds true because everything is connected to your heart. So when I feel off, when I feel like I'm not connected, I always go back to my heart. Your heart has electromagnetic field stronger than your brain. This is where you manifest everything from. So you can bring it into your mind's eye, you can envision it, but then you bring it down to your heart. And it's powerful. You can attract your love or you can attract anything to you through your heart. So that is how they showed me. I know it's been my journey to go deeper into my heart. That's part of my karma as well. You know, part of my karma is like get my heart broken 10,000 times and just keep being <laughs> in my heart. So it's a real interesting journey that I learned. But yeah, it's all back to the heart. It's not even like a hallmark card sounding thing. It's, it's truth. No, completely. It is all back to the heart. And I'm so pleased you share that. You don't always need a guided meditation to do a meditation. Sometimes you just need the silence and to be yeah. with your own intuitive body and just tuning into what you need. You don't need to be guided or led by anyone. It's just about you being there. Right. Absolutely. And it just, it's what works for me. You know, everyone needs to kind of find their own thing. But I thrive in that silence because it's me and God, me and the universe, me and my higher self, which is all inside of me, right? inside of you, inside of everyone else. So I, that's how I connect. I just need that peace and that deep connection. And that is true intimacy. Completely. And it's, and as I flow into giving you messages, it's, it was really interesting that when you were talking and in fact, before we got on this call, I was like, I need to talk to Danielle about her work developing into like relationships and healing people's relationships. And that's going to be, you're going to be like this, the relationship work is so important for you. It is where you're going to be really developing some really interesting, powerful um, opportunities, especially when you talk about relationships and love. 
So that's so interesting because I actually can see that in my chart. So you're spot on. Um, it's ironic because obviously I'm not, not in a relationship right now, but I've had a lot of experience, let me tell you, um, from it. But I find that people oftentimes don't want to listen to someone that's not in a relationship, but we have to understand that we have different journeys. Like my, I know we said we're not going to fully talk about this, but my journey is was to wait a little bit longer to be in relationship stuff because I have other things to learn, but that doesn't mean that I don't see and observe like relationship tendencies and behaviors, right? So that's very interesting that you said that. Yeah, and you're also supposed to help people who aren't in relationships. That's the point is like by you sharing your journey, you're also helping other people who are in the same situation heal their stuff around love and mm-hmm. relationships. And you're, I just, it, it's all around you, like all this love and relationship stuff around within the work and how you communicate that and how you communicate the the love dynamic, the friendship dynamic, the work dynamic, the, you know, it's all there, especially around relationships. And it's so powerful because by you sharing the information, you're also healing your story. And it's part of, as you said, it's part of, you've seen it in your chart, it's part of your karmic thing, but it is so important. It's about like, how can I use this work to heal people's relationships? Absolutely. That's beautiful and super exciting for that. Super yeah, excited. I'm excited for you. I'm jumping into messages because now I'm in like free, free, free flow messages mode. Oh yeah, let's you. do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, yeah, next year is huge for you. It's like absolutely like off the scale, like yeah. visibility and everything's coming in for you next year. It's going to be really transformational. But they're talking about how um, this is all really amazing, but it's about getting ground getting grounded and about your home there's something really big about your home next year around where you live or where you're based and it's about making sure that you have this like home base that you feel really comfortable with so that you can like springboard off into what you need because you're going to want to come home because you have such a sensitive body you're going to want to come home and like shut the doors but it needs to be in the right place right yeah I've been thinking about moving um I don't know I have some ideas. Do I want to stay here? I definitely want a new place. If I do stay here, then I was thinking of moving other places. So absolutely, there's something going on with that big time. Yeah, like March, April of next year, there's some kind of big shift around um, that, but it comes in in like February, but there's something around, yeah, around the move. There's a there's a move that's needed so that you feel more grounded and more centered so that you can hold the space for all the people that you want to hold space for. So I just want to confirm that you are absolutely right because that's actually the same time frame that I got as well from Spirit and I actually see stuff in my chart. So I'm just confirming that you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Spirit. Yep. Thank you for giving yep. me the messages. <laughs> what else do they want to share? There's something else. Um... Oh, I know this. Um, you love to travel. Travel's really important for yes. you. There's um, there's so much travel coming in next year, but there's a message around like keeping it really flexible. There's going to be a part of you that's going to want to plan everything. Like, oh, I need to be here at this point, here at this point, and I must create this at this point. And I need. Um, but the message from your guides is like she needs to be super flexible about traveling and not not like don't over plan next year. Oh, good to know. Okay. Yeah, especially around travel because there's going to be opportunities that are going to come 
um, that are going to come forward. So if you've been struggling to like pin things down, especially with travel, they're saying like, keep it flexible. Awesome. That's usually some of my best experiences are when it's flexible. So I never buy return tickets. I always just buy one way because I like to just see how I feel <laughs> and go with the flow. So it. that's awesome. Oh my God. That's awesome. Dad. Yeah, I know. I like people are like, when you're you coming back, I'm like, I don't know. I, I come back when it's time. <laughs> so. Amazing. When your soul is ready to come back, yeah. it's like, okay, I'm ready. Yeah. There's also another message around intuition and your intuition, your intuitive abilities and how you work with your intuition in your sessions is really going to be really transformational next year. There is more of it coming in. Yep. Again, you are Um, so right. Uh Um, Okay. Um, Let it flow. Don't try and control it. Let it flow in, come naturally. It's going to take, keep taking you by surprise more and more and more each session. And you're going to be divinely guided to use the astrology chart as an outline plan for the session, but you're going to be taking on more detours on sessions for what people truly want by channeling and giving intuitive information that comes through for them. Yeah. Oh, that feels so good because it's, it's too structured when it's just astrology. So I love that. Yeah. And this is why you're being called to balance. Um, next year is all about you finding the balance between the structure and the fluidity. And this is what you're going to be working on, especially this is why they're talking about keeping the fluidity with travel and, but keeping the structure with home, but being, um, again, using the chart as the outline, but keeping the flow. It's a real, you're in this real kind of finding the flow within the structure is how they're keeping on so many different levels for you next year. That's beautiful. I'm excited to see what happens with the home because that has been a big thing. Um, I don't even have a car right now because my lease went up and I said, I'm not getting a car until I know where I'm going to live because I'm in such a transition because I feel it coming in. So I'm like, well, I'm just Ubering, you know, until I decide where to be. So there's something stirring. I can feel it. Yeah. And it's like, you're going to go on a, um, it's like, you're going to go on a journey before you decide. It's like, you're going to go and do like a scout job, like a location scout that you're going to go and like try something out for a while. And this is why there's also this, oh, maybe I should go and try it out for six months before I sign up for something that's long-term. Maybe I should just go and try this out and see if it works for my body, see if this works out, this works for my business and see how it feels. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Super flexible coming in. Anything else they want to share? Do you have any questions? Ooh. Um, no, I just know that my business is changing. It's growing, evolving into something really big. Um, yeah. yeah, I've been getting a lot of new codes, downloads, and um, yeah. Is there anything else about business? Let me tune in on the business stuff. If not, um, it's okay too because I'm, I'm in a good place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Um, how you make residual income, not just from one-on-one sessions is really, really important for next year so that you can be showing up to events and speaking gigs. And that's going to be your, like, it's going from like one-to-one to to one-to-masses more and your courses, your online courses and where you speak is going to be really um important la is important but i keep i keep wanting to talk about the east coast like new york and the east coast you're going to be more drawn to east coast 
next year within work. There seems a lot of opportunities for you on the East Coast that are really going to come in. Um, global, but as but there's something about the East Coast that keep I keep being drawn to talk about it, and they're showing me the map, and there's like a there's like a magnet going across to it. But there's going to be some important collaborations, some a powerful online work, and some amazing visibility and speaking opportunities especially um i keep being shown you on the tv so yes i've been shown that too by spirit so again you're hitting the nail on the head <laughs> and also new york is one of the places i'm considering moving to <laughs> so that's what's okay. going on <laughs> <laughs> i love it yep. i love mm-hmm. it um you're, you're a, good you're gonna the journey for you next year is awesome and i'm so so excited for you thank you yeah i might be do the bi-coastal thing just because yeah. i still love la so you're gonna need some some of the sun and some of the warmth exactly that's why i'm like i can't give up my place here just yet i think i'm gonna do both yeah and then you'll end up getting your warmth from florida and doing the east yep. coast kind of kind of north south east coast instead yep genius i love it if you had one piece of advice to give someone who is just realizing that they're intuitive, psychic, feeling that their life is changing, if you were to give them one piece of advice, what would it be? To trust the messages or however it is that you get, even if it looks strange on the outside or nobody else understands, this is your soul speaking to you. And if you deny your heart, you're denying your purpose and your passion and your journey. So you have to listen to yourself, no matter how crazy it might look on the outside to anyone else, because it's not their life to live. Oh, I love it. That's so powerful. Powerful, powerful words. Where can people find you, Danielle? What have you got coming up? Where, where can people find you? They can find me on Instagram at I am Danielle Page, and that's P-A-I-G-E. And right now my website is Healing Page. However, I'm getting a new one. Um, It's almost done. We're almost bringing it to development. So if you're listening to this and Healing Page doesn't work, it will be Danielle Page. And so they can find me there. I also have a Facebook group called Social Society. They could um, join there where we talk about things on a deeper, uh, deeper level. So yeah, and my podcast coming out soon. So we'll see about all that. Oh, I'm so excited about your podcast. It is going to be awesome. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for listening, everyone. And I will be back next week for another episode of So You Think You're Intuitive. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you for being here. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat. Thank you so much for having me. Love it. 